From the PSIA ASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair, second part in our series of the ELC with Dave Schuling. Also joining us today, we have Heidi Etlinger, Alicia Soybert, and Brad Miller. Thank you all so much for taking the time to chat today. Thank you, George. Thanks for having us, George. Hi. Thanks, George. Dave, let's have you get this started. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, what in the ELC? We're going to be talking about uh, some of the takeaways from our face-to-face -face meeting in June. And this specific topic is regarding the strategic plan that the ELC put together uh, for the next five years. So by a strategic plan, when you put together something that's five years in advance, um, how broken down is that actually, Dave? We have it chunked out into kind of uh, the immediate, say, upcoming three to four months, especially leading up to one of our key milestones, which is fall conference, where all of the educational leadership gets together in the fall and kind of sets the course for the season, and then we are looking at kind of one to one to two years out, and then three to five years out. And it might be good just to remind everybody that's listening today, uh, kind of the, what the Educational Leadership Council purpose is, and you know, it, it's basically it, it acts as the conduit between all the discipline task forces out there and the associ association leadership. And just reading from the charge, it's to drive consistency in all educational initiatives. The ELC additionally acts as a visionary steering council for future growth and evolution of snow sports education. So basically coming out of the 2016 leadership summit, the ELC was really charged with strategic goal number three, which the big overarching goal is to um, look at consistency in our um, basically all of our education and certification initiatives. So with the strategic plan set up the way it is, does this really give you annual goals, monthly goals? Um, what criteria do you need to meet on some of these standards? Well, there's a few, there's a few initiatives and one that we mentioned on the last call uh, in regards to the educational exchange program. That's simply just one of, of several that are in the plan. And when we look at that particular initiative, we're looking further out into the future on how we implement that. And as we mentioned, how it starts to become a quality assurance and enhancement program for our credit alignment, where we're working to get our courses aligned to university credit ratings. So that's just one example of the plan. But maybe it would be good to um, kind of ask everybody else on the call to, to think of some of their, what their key highlights from, from what the ELC identified as, as strategic planning and, and what it means to them. And that's where I wanted to go next. And Heidi, I want to start with you. I'd really like to know what some takeaways from this were for you, but I also want to know what your definition of meeting those goals would be. Uh, thanks for having us today, George. I just have to begin by saying that um, it's more than just an honor to serve with some of our top educators in the country as a part of the Education Leadership Council. And 
everyone as a part of that group is working towards what Dave just mentioned, which is basically quality insurance. If I was to highlight one key area that I think uh, just has an immense opportunity to serve the membership in the long run, it would be looking at a discussion that we had where we chatted about the value of education, not just certification as a whole piece of both quality insurance and consistency. So one of the uh, tasks of the Education Leadership Council is to really look at best practices across the board and make sure that uh, no one division is having to go out and and reinvent the wheel. And we look at that under both uh, our certification pathway as well as our education pathway. And under education specifically, we're really putting a lot of hard yards into looking at how we can share some of our prime events, how all of the divisions can share in supporting one another in delivering top-notch events, and where we can develop new and exciting, relevant, innovative educational opportunities that serve the membership as a great opportunity for furthering their professional development beyond just looking at the certification pathway as being the end-all, be-all to being professionals in snow sports. Thank you, Heidi. Brad, same question. Thanks, George. I echo a lot of what Heidi said. Um, I think the, the one of the key takeaways um, for me as far as our goals um, was what the ELC was doing. It became pretty clear that we're trying to get online with each other. Check out, um, again, our quality insurance. And this educators um, exchange is, is a really great idea. I think originally it was thought of as being an examiner exchange, but again, echoing Heidi, I think we looked at education versus certification. And um, speaking for Central, um, this has already proved to be a, a huge thing as we've had people reach out from other divisions to actually come and work with us. And then also some of the programs that every division works on, um, instead of recreating the wheel for each division, the ELCs really worked together and promoted working together with some potential great programs for our members. And, and that's really where, where this comes down to. So we're acting as one and not um, uh, individual um, sections. So it's great. Alicia? Yeah, I I think something that was amazing that happened in June was just the overall communication that we had from every division and just um, everyone really working together for the better, betterment of the association. And I think um, some of the key takeaways that I had coming out of that meeting were just the dedication to professional development and education from, from this group. Um, and I think that's echoed in what... Brad and Heidi mentioned in the educational exchange and, and having folks from different divisions travel to other divisions so they can kind of spread the word on best practices. Um, and that also just furthers the consistency um, across the nation and, and really um, really just make sure that we're developing those relationships so we can act as one association versus eight different divisions plus national office. I think something else that is really neat that came out of that was, um, again, the dedication to professional development and um, exploring that through education and not just making 
this association about getting certified in level one, then you're certified in level two and certified in level three, but really just driving the education of, of our instructors, um, whether they're going up the path to level three or not. So Dave, I love the education exchange. It sounds like this is going extremely well and really, truly successful. What is, I, I look at that as kind of the immediate uh, goal of the ELC plan, is that correct? Yeah, it's it's certainly one of, and as I mentioned, it, it, it fits nicely into the credit alignment initiative, our work with Penn State University. And the ELC is, is kind of set up as, I guess, the oversight group as all of our different discipline groups start to really look at a learning outcome framework to outline our national standards and also build um, everything that we do into the learning connection model, which speaks to the, the three realms of skills in teaching skills, people skills, and then technical skills. And so as the discipline task forces are working very hard this summer setting up for fall conference on the next, the next steps in terms of learning outcomes, what's been also really nice the ELC has set, it, set itself up in a place where it, um, it can provide guidance and, and vision uh, as we move into fall conference and start to see some of those consistencies along. The also beauty of, of, of what the ELC is doing in terms of oversight is to make sure that we're not siloing. I mean, in the past, it's very easy for one particular discipline group to kind of set its course and get, dig into a project. Meanwhile, um, somewhere across the country, a very similar discipline group is doing the exact same thing, and those two groups didn't know that each other w were even working on that stuff. So the ELC kind of acts as that bridge, or as I mentioned in the charge, as that conduit piece, just to make sure that, that we're not duplicating our efforts. And so that was a, a big piece that we reminded ourselves of in terms of um, what the purpose of the ELC is all about. So, Heidi, where do you see this going in the next, say, one to two years? So, Georgia, the exciting thing about, I think, many of the task forces that have been developed both across the country and those that are sort of housed specifically under our national umbrella is that they're all composed of all of the divisions and across the board, all of the disciplines. So in moving forward with planning, there's a, a lot of synergy between these disciplines and divisions, specifically to one and two year planning. Dave has mentioned earlier, and a lot of people uh, echoed this, we have an enormous amount of effort going into looking at both examiner uh, colleges and educator training. Uh, we have had, underway, but a more specific time frame outline for unifying our scorecard process, as well as looking at a couple of additional things sort of towards the outskirts in terms of um, our membership currently has the opportunity to seek education within what our divisions offer, but we also look at enriching that experience of members by uh, where other associations offer comparable education that further supports the professional development and what our members are able to give back to our guests. So 
just in bulleting those out, there's a lot of um, areas in the pipeline. And when we talk about one to two year planning, there are certainly things that are both underway now, but also strategically set up in a timeline so that we can achieve some of those. And Brad, can you look a little further down the road and give us some thoughts on the three to five year planning? Sure can, George. Um, first off, I think the the key thing I, I'm looking at here, and I think central is too, is what the ELC was. And I think that now that we have a good grasp of it, the three to five year plan is becoming a little bit more clear. And what happens at the fall conference with the disciplines and stuff is going to start uh, sending us into a direction where we become more unified. I think one of the, the low-hanging fruits that I saw originally was a common um, scorecard, for example. And um, things like that, as they come down the pipe, would mean that someone from Central could go to any other division and expect the same thing. I also like the fact that um, Penn State is involved with this, and I think that gives us quite a bit of educational credence as far as what we're doing. So I see this as really increasing the benefits down the road to our members, and I think that's a great thing. And I think the ELC is really focused in on that right now. And Alicia, Brad led me right into my next question to you, which was, how do you see this truly benefiting our membership? I think um, just some of the the topics that we had had already covered, I think having the open lines of communication um, across divisions is is really key here, and it's really sharing those best practices um, from from one division to division, from one um, examiner to examiner, from instructor to instructor. And I think that's really going to benefit our members because you're not just um, expecting one division to kind of bear the weight of of developing all of the educational material and professional development for their their particular members. Um, we really get a lot of um, benefit for our members just in the communication and the sharing of best practices. Brad also um, mentioned the unified scorecards, and I think that also is, you know, within our three- to five-year plan, um, that's, that's a little bit longer of a goal just as um, we hone in on what these unified scorecards look like and then, of course, test them out through each season. But I think that will also benefit our members because you'll have that consistency across divisions as well. So you can expect the same scoring. Um, obviously, the terrain is, is a bit different from terrain or from division to division, but you can expect the same um, the, the same scoring um, anywhere you go within our nation. So now, in conclusion. Uh, I really love how you're talking about unification and really coming together. I'd like to hear from each of you what it was like to be at the ELC meeting where you are speaking with people from each of the different divisions, trying to come together with the ELC strategic plan. Tell me how powerful that was, Brad. Let's start with you. Um, Thanks, George. That's a great question. I think it, I'm kind of an old school guy and meeting people face to face um really 
kind of lets me know who they are and what they are. Um, and I was really pleasantly surprised how open armed everyone was, um, not only to welcome me, but each other. And then I also realized that some of the things that we thought maybe terrain might change. We had a lot more common denominators than not. And I think the, the general thing was um, that I felt was, hey, let's get online. Let's work together. If we have some great, great programs, then maybe we can get together and work on one that works for national. I think, believe that's how children's specialists started many years ago. And so that was a prime example of how people working together can make things happen. And I also felt that um, when we left that meeting, um, there was a lot more connections. And through those connections, um, Central has benefited. We've had a national team coach uh, reach out to help with our adaptive program, which is great in the uh, education exchange. And we're working on a program that other people are interested in. And these not just benefit the Central members, they benefit all of our members across the nation. And I think that's really what the ELC stands for and is working on. And I just, I think it's a, a great, uh, great program. Heidi? The, um, the passion in that room, like Brad said, you know, it's the ELC holds monthly conference calls and that keeps us very well connected on target and, and task focused. But to be in a room with like-minded people who are a part of a, a giant strategic plan, which does involve a lot of coordination. One of the most exciting things for me was the passion that was poured out by everyone representing all of the divisions and all of the disciplines, particularly in looking at our association being at the top of innovation, uh, being a great conduit for change and forecasting what our members might need down the line and most importantly, addressing the trends of today and what we can do as a unified body across the country to help not, our members not only meet their professional goals, but also to set them up for success with being in a top-notch area. Alicia, this had to be great from the home office point of view. Yeah, it really was. It, it was nice to see, first and foremost, everyone face-to-face. As Brad said, it's it's really um, hard to develop those really personal relationships when you're, you know, on the the phone constantly. But when you meet someone face to face, you really start to build that relationship that much further. So I think that was really nice, just to again put faces to names um, and develop those relationships was extremely special for for me. But it was also great to see this group of individuals. Um, arrive here on a Friday afternoon and see their dedication to spend the entire weekend locked in a conference room with no windows to the outside world <laughs> um, and just really put their their heads down and get it done. And it was really inspiring to have all of them there just, just to see their dedication to this association. Um, so that was also extremely special um, they- for me to, to be a part of. Dave, as director of education, you've got to be feeling good about where this is going. Absolutely. I mean, it really comes down to uh, a high level of trust. Our association is, well, I mean, our, our country is, is massive and eight different 
eight different divisions that really um, the high level of, of trust is what really keeps us um, you know, working super efficiently and um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled. I mean, it, what was also cool about, you know, Alicia mentioned locking ourselves into, into a windowless room, but we also socialized together. We spent the entire weekend together, um, lunches and work, working lunches throughout and then um, evenings and meals and, and continued the conversation. So um, certainly, you know, continued to form better even friendships as well as working relationships. So it's, uh, it's what our association is all about. Well, Heidi Etlinger, Brad Miller, Alicia Soybert, and Dave Schuling, thanks very much for joining us to uh, chat about this topic. Really appreciate it. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. You thanks, thanks, George. To First Chair and from the PSIA, AASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.